The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. In Eretz Yisrael, there was something that happened that was amazing. In a kibbutz that was not specifically uh, a religious, not religious at all, so they had a soccer game. Soccer is the good sport in Eretz Yisrael. And they had a soccer game took place on Erev Shabbos, Friday afternoon. Everyone's getting ready for Shabbos. In this kibbutz, they had a Friday afternoon regular tournament, soccer. And they were ready playing soccer on the field. They were heavy into the game. All of a sudden, there is a bird, strange-looking bird, that falls from the sky in the middle of the game, interference. The bird falls down in front of one of the players, and the bird is wounded. It can't move. They call the game for a moment, uh, you know, they put the bird on the side, and they tell the bird, you know, stay there for a while. It's the middle of the game. You can't interrupt the game for these things. And they continue it. After the game, they never felt bad. We eaten the Rachman and B'nai Rachman, and we have mercy. You can't leave the bird there. He can't fend for himself. So everybody said, you've got to take the bird. You've got to take him to the vet. You've got to make sure that he's cared for. Who has to take him to the vet? Well, by right, you know, Bar Metzger, it's the one who it fell in front of. That soccer player. Okay. He bends down. He picks the bird up. He takes it to where he thinks the vet. However, the vet is a Ben Taira. The vet is certainly a Shavu Shabbos. He's closed already. He's not open Friday afternoon. So the soccer player said, you know what? I'll just leave the bird here. It's not Mike Sora. Leave the bird on the bench. Let him sit there and watch everybody. And I'll go home. He puts the bird down. Can he leave a bird? Wounded. Can't make for himself. He couldn't do it. He picks up the bird. He decides, okay, I'll take him home. But so Shabbat, I'll go out and I'll find the veterinarian for him. We'll get him cared for. He puts a bird there, makes a, a makeshift little a cage for him, and the bird is there, and it's already Lel Shabbos, Friday night. Okay, Friday night looked a little different in his house, instead of the chicken and the soup and the kugel, he had a slice, slice of pizza. Comes out, puts the pizza down, the bird's in the room, they're watching. All of a sudden, he picks up the slice, he's ready to eat it, and he hears... He looks around. He doesn't know what happened. And he's wondering what's going on. Picks up the piece again and again. Okay. He ignores it. He figures, uh, you know, his muzzle, he has to get one of these frummies in town. Okay, let it go. He begins to eat the, the pizza. All of a sudden, the bird starts to say, Shalom Aleichem, Shalom Aleichem, Shalom Aleichem. He didn't say Shalom Aleichem, it's Friday night. This continues on, and the bird interrupts him every few minutes. Menuchavisimchav. The man is going out of his mind. He can't understand it. What is going on here? He knows a little bit, but what, what's with the bird? And he thinks he's, 
you know, he's uh, under some scrutiny. He's been used by it. Came to be Shabbos in the afternoon. He took a walk. He took a walk outside, and he saw that there are some signs up. There's going to be a seminar from Arachim. He's making a seminar. It's going to be Sunday night. And he looks at it. He reads it. He never went to any of these kind of seminars. That's not for him. He goes inside. The bird sees him. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. <laughs> he already is wondering. The bird actually knows a little bit more about Yiddishkeit than he does. <laughs> so it comes to be a Sunday night. And he thinks to himself, Maybe I should go to that seminar. Maybe I got to find out what it's all about. He goes to the seminar, and you know how these things are like the koilu. You come to the koilu, you sit down, you just meant to come like for a shear or something. You end up being part of the koilu. You end up being here and that's it. Because there's a koyacham shokha. There's a magnetism. It draws you in. You can't help but be a part of it. So he starts going to seminars. He learns in the morning... He goes after, he comes back from work at night, and he becomes part of, the, part of the seminars. Now the bird is still there with him, but he has new questions now about the bird. The bird was healing, but now he's got a question. The bird on Shabbos, when he sits down to eat, does he have to feed the bird first? Or can he eat first? So I said, apply to birds. He had all these shilas about birds, and he didn't know what to do. He went to his Rebbe in Arafim, and his Rebbe said, I tell you the truth, these are very technical questions about uh, wildlife and Shabbos and all these things. I do know someone in Yerushalayim, he's a Rav, and that particular person, he has a bird. And that individual would probably be a good person for you to consult with. I will get his telephone number for you. <coughs> oh, he calls him up. The one who now just began learning calls the robe up who had the bird. And he begins asking the shyless, and it was a great conversation. All of a sudden, the robe said, you know, it's an interesting thing. I used to have a bird. The bird also was a talking bird. However... When we went to take care of the cage, it was on an end of Shabbos about two weeks ago. Unfortunately, the window was left open, and the bird went out and we never saw it again. As soon as the man, as soon as the man who was asking the questions heard this, he got off the phone very quickly. He got off the phone. Why? He has a new Shiloh. The Shaila is, if he's got that bird that belongs to that Rav, does he have to be Meshav Veda? Does he have to return it or not? <laughs> so, he goes, he asks his Rav, and his Rav said, you do have to be Meshav if he can provide for you a simit. If he can give you a side that it belongs to him, then you've got to return it. He picks up the telephone the next day, calls the man Rav back in Yerushalayim, and he tells him the whole thing. He says, listen, uh, the reason that I got off the phone with you quickly was because I realized that I might have your bird. But I had to ask a Shiloh as to how to proceed. So he says, all right, 
So, what do you want me to do now? The man said, If you can provide me with a simon, a sign that the bird is yours, then I will return it to you. Okay. The Rav from Yerushalayim says, I'll be there, it'll take me about two hours. They arrange the whole meeting in the apartment of this uh, man from Arafim, and they came in and met each other. The Rav brought with him five children together, five of his children. As soon as the children came in, the bird said, Sprinze, Moshe, Yanko, that was a simon. <laughs> Actual incident that happened. But take a look at it. Hashem Yisvav says, we're connected. We got the chain. We have the shalshelas. It's connected to the ruach, through the neshama, through the nefesh, through chai yitida, from the alomah salyoinim. We're all connected. What did Hashem do? First of all, the bird escaped from... The Rav's house in Yerushalayim. It went pink look in front of the person that was playing the soccer. The person took it home because there wasn't a vet that would treat it on Erev Shabbos. He took it to his house. All of a sudden, the bird happened to have a repertoire of good words that he knew in Lush and Kodesh to be able to use it at the right time. He had that Siyad It just happened to be that what happened was that the seminar in Arafi was taking place in his kibbutz, just happened to be. When he had the shaila, who did he call? None other than that Rav who was the real owner of his bird. Hashem Yisbarach will make so many different arrangements in this world in order that an individual should have the schos. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.